2: This podcast is sponsored by Freedom Mortgage, dedicated to veterans and your homeownership needs. Visit freedommortgage.com forward slash CBS Vets, MLS 2767, Equal Housing Lender.
0: All right, another episode of Vet Story and another veteran to talk about a story. My buddy, Jake Hughes.
2: What's up, man? How you doing?
0: Good, man. Good. All right. Now, you know, as my colleague here at ConnectingVets.com, you see the stories that You know, we pass out every day. Bo Bergdahl's certainly been in the news.
2: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: (laughs) And as we uh, are awaiting the verdict and his sentencing, one of the most interesting things about this story are the comment fields that just fill up with, like...
2: Veterans are passionate people, and we only have two settings, on or off. So people are either, don't care about this guy anymore, or they want him to, you know, suffer
0: some medieval punishment of some kind. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, So I thought, let's do this. Let's... Let's have us kind of do some radio theater here. Let's do a little podcast right. theater. Uh, <clears throat> find your best character, and let's just read some comments that we found, not just on our Facebook page, but just scanning the galaxy of comments related to Bo Bergdahl. Read to me some uh, comments. Change the names to protect okay. the Okay, this
2: one's. we'll say this is from Jeff. <clears throat> Why is he still wearing medals and ribbons and sergeant stripes? He needs to be stripped of all honors. (laughs) He needs to be stripped.
0: (laughs) I just lost it there. That's good. All right. And uh, let's find somebody that's siding with Bergdahl.
3: Well, Bergdahl already served his sentence when he was captured by the Taliban for five years. He doesn't need anything else. Anything extra is abusive and cruel and unusual punishment on behalf of our government.
0: It's like your cartoon voice is a mixture of cartoon voice and bourbon, I think. I don't know. If I didn't know any
2: better, I'd say Jake's drunk. There may or may not be a healthy amount of alcohol in his voice. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: All right, let's try our hand now at uh, something heavier, something dark.
2: Life in prison for Bo Bergdahl would be like a slap on the wrist for deserting his comrades.
0: No sympathy here. Oh, man. All right. All right. You nailed it. JQs. Hughes, thank you very much for stopping by Podcast Theater.
2: Yes, thank you very much for having me on the show. It was an honor. I shall be in my trailer.
0: All right, from my colleague Jake Hughes, we go to the always notable and quotable Jonathan Copanger. Hello. Hello. And uh, you have a musical theater background. I do. So this next segment, I think, for podcast theater is in your lane. (laughs) Okay? Now, you have no idea what I'm getting ready to hand you. Right. But on this piece of paper here Uh is this one yeah those are the comments taken from (sighs) beneath the bo bergdahl stories we've published
3: brave brave people
0: (laughs) we'll set them you know to music okay so bring your musical theater game read me a comment or two over over this track let's go with sophisticated romantic cocktail jazz
3: and that works i think oh yeah are you ready He's going to get stabbed to death in a VA parking lot, is my prediction. Piece of crap. Traitor. That's great. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me, let me
0: switch gears here. Let me give you another one. This says kitschy, funny jazz, which all three words have nothing to do with the story. Not so it's perfect for thing. the comments. Okay, I'll start and then you just read along the page with me of these comments. Damn. Not only were service members killed and severely injured while looking for this lowlife scum, but they killed a military service dog. Makes me livid. How anyone could excuse this traitor.
3: I was hoping that Obama pardon this guy. He should have never been in a war situation with his personality. He obviously is not a bad person. He already paid for any sins he may have committed with his captivity at the hands of the Taliban. (laughs) Maybe five years in prison.
0: (laughs) The the reply is perfect. Bullshit! I bet the six families that lost their loved ones are looking for the trailer don't think five years is enough. Hmm.
3: (laughs) It shouldn't matter what they think in this type of situation. Punishment should not be for retribution. Only for public safety, rehabilitation, and deterrence. Stupid trailer. He's a coward, stupid traitor, he's a coward, stupid traitor, he's a coward.
0: Traitor and desertion and you want to release this scum, it's just will open the floodgates to more desertions and the judge should be tried for being unlogical because he just don't know the UCMJ. From what I am sure of, Bergdahl is a class A f- up who got his squad mates in the f*** all shot up. Bergdahl should plead guilty to all of the above.
3: All of the above.
0: <laughs> Look
3: a traitor is a traitor we traded five terrorists one supposedly American soldier if he was anything but what he took his oath for (laughs) life life in prison for Bo Bergdahl would be like a slap in the wrist for deserting his comrades no sympathy here
0: Bergdahl sucks justice is rarely served I want tacos
3: me too
0: (laughs) yeah well okay I mean did we do something there I mean I think that's maybe is that the best justice we could give to this utter this
3: otherwise miserable story us singing (laughs) the best justice (laughs) I don't know about that, but... Um, Maybe that's
0: part of his punishment. <laughs> this jerk has to sit and listen to us riff on comments, <laughs> ripping him to shreds for the rest of his life.
3: I'll volunteer. <laughs> I will absolutely volunteer. At least one day a week. Bam. Been
0: served, Bergdahl. <laughs> done. Uh, that turned out weirder than I thought. So uh, let's wrap it up with my colleagues Matt St. Singh and Morning Briefing host Eric Dane. Also All right, just a real quick poll around the room before we switch gears.
1: Yeah. Um, what do you think the appropriate sentence would be? Bad conduct, discharge, a.k.a. big chicken dinner, yeah. whatever you want to call it. That follows you for the rest of your life. Yeah. You, it, it makes you ineligible for employment, certain government benef- benefits, sure. employment with any company that contracts with the government. So think about how many companies contract with the government. That affects your life. Um, honestly, I think that my opinion falls along the lines of uh, some others that I've seen where I'm done with him. You know what? Let's just, let's be rid of him. Give him the back right. conduct discharge. Take as much money as you can from him back from whatever he got uh, of that back pay that he got from while he was in custody there and uh, just just mm. get rid of him so we don't have to, I don't want our tax dollars going towards, you know, keeping him uh, fed in prison in Leavenworth. No, 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 no. Get him out. Okay. All right.
0: Um. In an unrelated story, but yet could sound somewhat similar we go from a guy that walked off a base in afghanistan to a guy that literally just walked
2: off a base in south dakota north dakota north dakota Excuse the me. other dakota <laughs> we have two i don't know why but we you have two screwed
0: up as i lived in south dakota oh my god years.
2: well i should thank you for your service I why wa- would you ever do that i
0: damn well <laughs> should do sorry my not south Dakotans okay. but we go to a guy who walked off an air force base in minot north dakota in july of 1977 uh Eric covered this story on the morning briefing give me some details on
1: mr. So, Jeffrey Michaels here's a question for both of you guys when you were in the military you remember having a 96 right Four yeah. day weekend because the holiday was on like a Thursday yeah. and they give you Friday off to like Thanksgiving for example right. would always happen on sometimes if like 4th of July was on a Monday they knew you weren't yep. making it to work on a Tuesday right. so give him Tuesday to recover right. come back to work on Wednesday so as I see this story that he disappeared I say oh huh, he disappeared on July 6 1977 that's pretty close to a holiday let me look <laughs> at it July 4th 1977 was a Monday so the way the military typically works you're gonna get a four day that week and they're gonna give you Tuesday because again they know everybody's out partying on the 4th of July right let's not set ourselves up for failure by telling everybody to be there bright and early on the uh, the 5th of July so he was supposed to report for duty on the 6th do I know this for a fact no but again the timing of it and what we know about how the military works Whether he was on a 96 or maybe he had to work during a 96 and wasn't happy about that, Jeffrey Michaels just vanished off the face of the earth. Some people at Minot are said to have already vanished off the face of the earth. (laughs) I mean, again, I was not in the Air Force, but in like Iceland where I served, there was an Air Force contingent there, about a quarter of the base population. And they spoke of Minot in like hushed tones. It was like being sent to... Uh, Antarctica, but without the cool ribbon that comes along with going to Antarctica. <laughs> it's like know? Antarctica, but not cool, it's man. Not cool. <laughs> it's <just> <laughs> well, <laughs> Look, in its yeah.
0: defense, the Dakotas are on a real big comeback in the last decade. What with the, the um, oil boom, yeah, with the oil yeah. boom. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. the the there are oil that's oil North
2: fields. Dakota specifically, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: sure Minot's got to yeah, be yeah. near some of the oil fields and some of that uh, wealth and things that are being developed there. Yeah. And uh, well, from, now from now what I understand,
1: see the wealth that they don't have, and that makes. From what
0: I understand, they have a Fridays
1: now. They have a couple really good strip clubs i oh. mean it's you know well what else would does one need they didn't have those things in 1977. In
2: 77, it would have been a, like, a, yeah, it was. Is it been... called like bison?s <laughs> We're going, we're going down to bison.s Everything is called bison. <laughs> you know, Dakota there are probably that. more buffalo than human. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I have a sneaking suspicion that there is definitely more wild game in North Dakota than there are human beings. You know, it's just like, yeah, you know, yeah, like more, like, you know, beer, well, there, you know.
0: it's definitely one of the states where there's more cattle than people. I know that from having worked radio in South Dakota. Let's hope they, they don't rise first- up and the cows will
2: rise again
1: the cows terminator 2 you ever see that imagine if they were cows that'd be pretty (laughs) awesome so uh jeff michaels goes missing in 1977 right on the 40th anniversary of him going missing actually 40 years and like two days after he went missing Someone posted a photo of him from, you know, 1977 era, the last time he was seen by anybody, including his family and friends. Wow. He just disappeared off the face of the earth, and I don't know what happened to him. I mean, he just disappeared into the, the barren tundra of North Dakota. He just went off apologies. the grid. Went off the grid. Totally off the grid. So on the 40th anniversary, somebody posted his information and in a photo on a, a Facebook group called Veteran Doe like john doe you know when oh, someone's right. unidentified. i'm like money get some get some vet doe veteran doe is to help identify missing veterans and okay. most of them are going to have mental health issues right homeless uh, people yeah. that are kind of uh, living a vagrant lifestyle where they can just kind of you know like the old hobo with the uh, the bindle the stick sure. with the handkerchief on it just hopping on a railway you don't know where they are and you want to find them you want to make sure they're okay Someone thought maybe that was the case with Jeff Michaels, right?
0: And these might be photos or these people on this web, on this Facebook page may be relatives looking for yeah. their long-lost yeah. relative. We don't
1: know who posted it because by the time he uh, this story ends, and we'll get to that here in just a moment, he, he, the, the post was taken down after uh, Jeffrey Michaels was found. Spoiler alert. Okay. 40 years <laughs> and two days after he disappears, the Facebook post goes up. Three months after that, Jeffrey Michaels is located. He's doing a little bit of what we call cosplay. That's where, you know, you pretend to be another character. See a larp'er? He was pretending to be a guy <laughs> named Jeffrey Lance, who uh, ran a construction company in Sanford, Florida, was married with children, was the president of his homeowners association at one point. He just went off the grid and started a new life and things were going pretty good for old Jeff Michaels for 40 years until for some reason, we don't know specifically if it was that Facebook post that led to it. And maybe that refreshed the air Fest- or air forces memory. Like, Oh, yeah, whatever happened to that guy? And they started looking for him. Sanford, Florida, he was there. He was arrested by the Seminole County Sheriff's Office and handed over to the United States Air Force, I believe, the Office of Special Investigations. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> okay. It's
0: um. Heavy. Obviously, nobody died looking for this guy. No. And it wasn't in a combat zone. Right. Uh, the and we 70s, weren't at war in
1: 77.
0: The 70s would have, you know, yeah, it was the hangover from Nam era right there. We yeah. weren't really actively involved in too many things. And certainly... Not actively involved in much at all in Minot, North Dakota. <laughs> um, what do Cold we? Cold War, basically. That, that what do you that. do about this guy?
1: Well, I, he's lived
0: I, a relatively decent life, right? He's yeah, for kids, everything he's, we know that
1: his. The only legal documents they found on him was him like applying for the the proper licenses for his construction company years ago. Sure, things like that. Uh, so he hasn't broken the law after uh, breaking the law. So there's your little conundrum right there. Here's the other thing that I saw someone saying. Well. You say there's not a statute of limitations, but that's only during a time of war. If he didn't desert during a time of war, there is a statute of limitations. What is it? One, I don't know if that's true. I still need to look into that because I just saw this comment. Two, he was still on the books during Grenada, Operation Desert Storm, Global War on Terrorism, Iraq, Afghanistan. He was still a member of the military and remained deserted through those times of war. So the lack of statute of limitations, I believe, still applies.
0: What, all war aside, all calendar year aside, right. look, no one could have looked into the future and known how many wars would be involved in, in, you know, in 1977. Right. right. Dude up and just bails and leaves and goes and reboots his life, so to speak. Yeah. I don't know. What do you really do to the guy? I mean, doesn't he just get, I mean, okay, let's go ahead and give him the charge, charge him with the crime, make him pay maybe even a fine. But at this point... Is there anything to do to the guy? Can you imprison this guy? And really, does that do anything? Does any good come from incarcerating a guy that just
2: plain left? I think the only... You know, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm thinking the only good that would come from it if you're worried about a deterrent where you're like, we're going to slam this guy 40 years after he left. So if you leave the U.S. military today, we're going to come after you. There's not going to be a day you can survive mm. and live your life without being in fear that the U.S. government's going to knock on the door. And let me just say, huh. I'm kind of curious in the moment of when police knocked on his door and they're like, you know. Airman such and such And he's probably like Jeffrey I haven't heard That name in years <laughs> Well no he still went By Jeffrey Oh okay Okay he, wasn't, he didn't even okay. Change his first name he was But like,
1: Airman okay. would be a
0: Yeah trip. yeah He's, he's, like,
2: like, he's probably like Oh god this is it You know like He had this thought Of he's gonna get away With it He's got one over The US government You know that like, It got away from The Air Force No no problem And then this happened and he's just like Oh crap So I, I think You know there is Maybe an argument To be made About a future deterrent um, Do you think Personally that you need That kind
0: of deterrent do you feel that while you were in, you needed a deterrent to stay in and not
2: leave your post? I, I mean, didn't, but I was in the 101st Airborne Division, and that is its own deterrent. I didn't want, <laughs> I did not want people to come after. You know, I'll, I was afraid on the weekends. I'm like, man, I better shave because you never know when first sergeant's going to call. You know, they like,
1: drop in on you. They will right? parachute in, to yeah, or fast
2: rope stuff. in, or something like that. Right? You're just like, oh god, so Who are you yeah. kissing on, Private? Yeah, <laughs> really? is that an Adam's apple? Get away! <laughs> oh god. Here's
1: what I think they should do. Force him to go to a court martial and just give him the bad conduct and get rid of him. Make him do it in his uniform. I was just thinking that, like, make make him
2: fit into his uniform. <laughs> He's sixty four now. What are yeah, the chances? Construction
1: yeah. worker or not? His body's probably shifting. Give a him little a PT bit over test. The give him a PT
2: test and yeah, make be him like, run
1: the PRT a couple times. Like if you
2: if you be like if you can pass a PT test today, like we'll let you go. Or
1: even better, what if they just bring him back to active duty? You've got three years left on your enlistment. Oh, you're going to do God. it. In Minot. In <laughs> Minot, North Dakota. Take so him to Minot. Hey, how was Sanford? Welcome to Minot.
0: Go
2: check out the bristly moose or whatever they got up there now.
1: He
0: has to stand guard like all winter long. Like he has to stand Just
1: whatever the worst
2: duty is. He's been in Sanford, Florida for like four years or something. So like, oh, God. <laughs> oh man, Toilets
0: was- need cleaning again. Where's Jeffrey at? Hey, <laughs> hey we're Michael, privates. Get back over here, airman. I left you a good one in stall three. There you go. Take care of that for me.
1: <laughs>
0: That's good. And that seems about as good a place as any to end this podcast. I want to thank Morning Briefing host Eric Dane, reporters Matt St. Singh, and the singing sensation Jonathan Copanger, and Jake Hughes, producer and character voice actor extraordinaire. Life in prison
2: for Bo Bergdahl would be like a slap on the wrist for deserting his comrades no sympathy here
0: for vet story i'm phil briggs and we'll talk to you again on ConnectingVets.com vets.com <laughs> now it's a podcast we have plenty of time
1: podcast bro. I, have, I have time to do whatever you want we all day he <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really do anything all day so he says he's just got all day well, that You're makes here two first. Of us. he just called out that he just called the fuzz on himself basically <laughs>